This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Welcome back to another episode of 180 Degrees. Good evening, good evening, everybody. You are here with me, Inga Stoffels. And me, Zoe George. We will be with you guys up for the next hour up mm-hmm. until 8 o'clock. And we are excited because we love Mondays. We love Mondays with you guys. So if you have not shared the link yet and mm. you are listening to this live stream, please share it on your statuses mm-hmm. share it in your groups share mm-hmm. it everywhere because we want to get in contact with you mm-hmm. and you know if you guys find that the people you want to share this with are currently unavailable then share the link to our podcast mm. which you can find basically on the same page as you found this link that would be lovely oh, we'd we love would, to connect we would, with we would really people. appreciate that so true so we have some exciting news for you guys. And I know we've been talking about it for a while. We've mm-hmm. been speaking about our presenter search and our, you know, finding that third 180 degree person. Yes. And out of everyone, we have four finalists. Mm-hmm. We really do. We're going to play a few of their clips for you guys a little later mm-hmm. on in the show so that you can get a feel of what the next third presenter will be. Yes. You guys will be just as excited as, as we are when you just see just some of the options we had. No, definitely. And next week only, we will announce mm-hmm. the winner and the new presenter. So guys, you can tune in same time next mm. week again to hear who the third presenter will be for 180 Degrees. Whoop, whoop. Yes. All this excitement has me just tingling with joy but for now let's just listen to vibrancy's one it's a doozy y'all zoe on 180 degrees cape town cape town cape town cape town Town. what's down in cape town Town. now welcome to the what's down in cape town section of the show now if the name is not already self-explanatory we're going to tell you some things you can do this di- when you go down in Cape Town. I'm sorry. I'm just so excited. Zoe is so excited. This I is can. actually one of my favorite sections of the show. Yeah, I love going to these places. But as you know, we love the whole entire show. Mm. So We can't really have favorites. Exactly. But you didn't hear it from us. But what's down in Cape Town gives you, you know, a good idea mm-hmm. of what you can get down to when you're in Cape Town. And Zoe's going to tell us a little bit more. Yes, this week's what's down in Cape Town is centered around... Not secret, but private beaches. You know, the ones where not just everyone can go to because there's an air of exclusivity. So the first one we're talking about is Platboom, which is Afrikaans for flat tree, I believe. It's described as possibly the wildest and most unspoiled beach in the entire region of Cape Town. The access runs past DS Coast through previous visitors 
recommend that the north-south hike from Khrafkomerki, a four-kilometer route, with coastal views and surrounding vegetation and fauna, including the occasional ostrich and baboon, the white expanses of sand are largely deserted, making this one of Cape Town's most unique and uncharted beaches. Entry is 40 rand for children and 80 rands for adults. South Africans, national, foreign nationals will have to pay a little bit more. Next is Diaz Beach. For the brave surfers and bodyboarders amongst us, not me, <laughs> you'll be, you'll love tackling this hollow barrels. However, swimming can be very risky here due to the strong currents. So rather just wet your feet, don't go out for a swim. The best time to visit this is during the hours of 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. So a nice 12 hour window from October to March. Then the next best time is from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. from April to September. Try to arrive as early as possible. The pricing for entry is just the same as as Plat Boom. I'm speaking so quickly because I'm so <laughs> excited. I want to go to I was going to say, Zoe, let's breathe. I need to breathe. <laughs> Let's let let's you know. Let's let it sink in as soon yeah. as you give us the places. Let it sink in. Yes. Let me let all the words sink in. <laughs> so, the next thing we have is Priek Stool. The West Coast is a land of flourishing fine bus reserves, peaceful fishing villages, and pristine beaches. This is inclusive of a 25-kilometer stretch of sandy coastline near the Langaban Lagoon. But Langaban mm. is beautiful, hey? Langaban, beautiful. It really is. This beach is named for the Preak Stool, which is Preach's pulpit in Afrikaans, and a rock formation that sits just, that's made out of sand around the entry point. Anyways, entry is just a little bit more pricier. It's 62 Rand for South African adults and 32 Rand for children. You can find this park and you can actually find all of these parks in the West Coast National Park. Well, no, they're not mm. parks, they're beaches. I'm too excited. <laughs> I'm too excited. Because tonight. you're so excited, I better see you on these beaches. I'm going to yes. be looking at your status yes. with your mask and everything mm-hmm. on these beaches. You will see me <laughs> there. I will be there. Let's go straight on into the groovy movie as I try to catch my breath for a minute. <laughs> groovy movie, all rooty. I walk by it up and it bamboo. Time to watch the movies. Indeed, it is time to watch the movies. And this week's groovy movie is just a little bit. You watched it a few times. If you've seen it once, you'll want to watch it again and again and again. This week's groovy movie is very exciting, very biblical, very well-loved amongst children of the early noughties. It's a great mm-hmm. movie. I don't know how to talk about it without spoiling it. Mm. because there were... And we know Zoe. Mm-hmm. I spoil it like without even thinking about it. If you've been tuned in to our shows every Monday, you would know Zoe by now. And you would like, you know, be covering your ears right now and being like, okay, let me wait until the song starts playing. (laughs) That is me indeed. Inga has gotten to know me so well. But this week's groovy movie, I literally, as I've said, I cannot talk about it except by saying that this week is actually, it's a movie about a children's, like the Bible. It's a biblical Mm. one. I'm still apparently as excited as I was in the previous segment. So let me just give you guys the number and play it for you. Please, Zoe. Please. (laughs) If you have any idea what this week's groovy movie is, please WhatsApp 081-729-1639. 
0817291657. I repeat 0817291657. Now listen up, y'all. The big boys now. Playing with the big boys now. Oh, that's pretty. Every spell and gesture tells you who's the best. You're playing with the big boys now. You're playing with the big boys now. You're playing with the big boys now. Stop this foolish mission. What's a true magician? Give an exhibition how. Pick up your silly twig boy. You're playing with the big boys now. <laughs> Remember guys, if you have any idea what this week's groovy movie, please WhatsApp me onto the name of the movie to 081-729-1657. 180 degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit, 729 AM. Visit our website now, www.imymovements.co.za. Zoe on 180 degrees. And you just listened to I Will Follow by Chris Tomlin. It was I love that song. Every time it plays on mm. air, I get a little bit happier. I like it. But That's when you actually see me jamming in the studio. So true. <laughs> and you, we are about to see us literally because if you guys head onto our Facebook Live, we are about to go live on our Facebook page, Radio yes. Cape Pulpit 729. Check us out. Leave a like if you like what you see. We would love to hear that. But before we listen to that nice song, we listened to another song that was a part of this week's groovy movie. And like I said, it was very popular when it came out, I think they need to make more movies like that. That's just me. So this week's groovy movie, we got a lot of answers. I'm so glad that your parents exposed you to the right kind of television. You guys are indeed correct. It is playing with the big boys now, as they said, <laughs> from the movie The Prince of Egypt. It was a lovely one. Imagine yourself laughing when I said Prince of Persia. Wow. And so it was like, no, Inga, no pat on the back for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but we still have next week. It's just a mistake. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. And everyone knows what we're talking about. And if you know <laughs> what we're talking about, then you can send it. <laughs> but now let's get into the exciting part of the evening. Tonight we are joined by Anri and Clarissa as and they have some teammates. They will be doing the global challenge year. They are going to participate and they need to do some training. So they're just here to talk to us about their expectations and what they need to go on the trip. And it's very exciting stuff, guys. You do not want to miss out on this. So good evening, Andri. How are you? Good evening, Zai. Good, thank you. And good evening, Clarissa. How are you? Hi, I'm doing very well. <laughs> that is great. I love to hear that. So I would like to ask you first and foremost, what is the global challenge exactly? So Global Challenge is, some people would say it's a gap year and some people would say it's a missions year, but we really think it's a missions year. Um, so basically what it entails is two months of training in Jeffreys Bay and then for the rest of the year you go out to 11, between 11 and 15 countries and then you just really serve where there is opportunities to serve in a church or help build a house or mm. Some years you see sweep ground just so where you can serve. Um, but because of COVID, the year looks a little bit different this year. So we are more focused on long-term missions where they um, you know, are equipping us to have, a, have tools 
to go in a country for longer than a year. Mm. So this is basically what we are doing. We have training now and then we go out and then we come back again and have training and then go back out to the nations, all depending on COVID and the borders and stuff. But that's basically global. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. So you haven't, I'm just asking because it seems like you train mm-hmm. in between your mission trips. Have you already gone on a mission trip or is this, is this your first like introductory training? Um, so this is our first introductory training. We started on the 18th of January and our first mission trip will be to the Transkei, um the 1st of March actually. So in okay. a week's time we'll Next be in week. the Transkei. Oh, wow. That's so yeah. exciting. <laughs> So, Andri, what do you hope to gain from entering the Global Challenge? Yeah, um, I think for me personally, it's, in a sense, a greater dependence on God. Mm. Um, and that would look like, I think, trusting Him more for in little things and big things, and also reaching the nations, obviously. Um, yeah, I think with, with this year in COVID, we kind of see a lot of hopelessness um, yeah. and yeah, I think a lot of brokenness and I think um, it's important to, to get to the people um, and spread the gospel and spread that there's actually hope. Um, yeah. And Clarissa, what would you like to gain? This is actually my third year in missions oh, and cool. I really would like to just yeah, have in a way, tools for me to go long-term next year, to really go into a country. And I really hope and pray that Jesus will, you know, just make opportunities for me to really stay in a country long-term to use the tools that I will gain this year. Okay. What would you say you learned from your very first time when you went? Sure. A lot. Like, I think it's, it's so different, but I really feel like one of the main things I really learned is God's love for me and God's love through me to other people. Um, yo, I haven't really experienced God's love like this since I started missions. So it's really, you know, it's really amazing. What you're saying is actually very beautiful and true. I remember yesterday in church, we were speaking about how Um, truly knowing Jesus comes from helping people who are less fortunate in any way through like financially helping them or just being there Mm. for them. So Mm. the fact that you felt God's love and presence on your missions trip, it's just, it's just like seeing the Bible be true, like in front of your eyes. I love that. For sure. For sure. So I would like to ask next, what exactly, Anri, this is, directed at you are there any like specific prayer points you have for anyone out there who's listening to like keep in mind in regard to this like trip yeah um definitely some prayer points um i think for unity in the in our team um yeah just because we're, we're a group of four girls mm-hmm. at this stage and um yeah if there's conflict or something to to handle it right and to grow out of it um, yeah, overall unity, and I think also for for the people that we reach out for their hearts to to actually be open, um, mm. and I think finances uh, yeah. is definitely a big one still. But the trust in God with that, 
And then lastly, I would say, like, the cultural differences as well, um, seeing that we'll, go, we'll try to go internationally sometime, um, but, yeah, just reaching out to different cultures and the, um, yeah, the difficulties that come with that or the challenges that come with that. Mm. You know, you mentioned a very important point, the unity. Because, you know, like whenever, and I know you guys can also, you know, agree with me, like whenever you want to do something for God and it's in a team, the enemy always first tries to create division. Or he just tries to, you know, plant this little seed and just work between, you know. And especially amongst, you know, girls and females and however, sorry, just depending on, you know, like, for example, you guys can be so prayerful the one week and then the yeah. next week you don't know what's happening. Things just yeah. feel a bit weird. And we will definitely keep all of that in prayer for you guys. Yeah. And how Thank can you so much, yeah. and how can the audience also reach out? Like how can we help? Where can we, you know, donate? Where can how can we help you? So there is a website called Global Challenge Expedition where um, you can donate. Um, there's a link on or there's a page on the website where you can donate. Um, there's also prayer points. And then we also, um, each individual blog every month mm, okay. where we just give an update and, yeah, where people can read what Jesus is doing through our lives. So that's a way how people can, yeah, just be connected through to us through journey. Oh, is there like a specific site where these blogs are posted? Yes, it's called Global Challenge Expedition. Global Challenge Expedition dot like co dot za. I'm guessing because it's yeah. All right. Now I'd like to ask because as you said, Global Challenge is basically like a missions trip, and I feel like you need to be called to do mm. missions mm. work okay. because it's mm. it can be very hectic, especially when you go out into many different countries, and you guys are going to like. At least yeah. 11 different countries. So I would like to ask, how did you know that this missions trip was something God wanted you to do, especially now during these COVID times? Mm-hmm. And this is yeah, directed think- y'all, at both you, Anri, and Clarissa. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go first. So I think for me personally, um, I think all of us are kind of, not kind of, we all are missionaries, whether it be in our work. Because um, I think like the definition of a missionary is, is telling people about Jesus. And if you serve God, then I think you want to do that in any setting, wherever you are. But um, going to the nation specifically, I, I just, like, yeah, I felt like a discontentment where I am at. And I had a lot of peace um, in going somewhere, going to, going to the nations. Um, and also just like the... I think just the passages of like go go to the nations, like our, the nations is our inheritance. Um, yeah, that was a big factor I think uh, for me. And one scripture that God confirmed kind of is just um, that my life is worth nothing to me if I don't use it to continue to finish the work that God assigned to me. Um, and I think that was yeah. I asked God like, what is that for Him for me? Is it um, whether it be in like a business setting or maybe in the nations as a missionary. Um, and yeah, I, I believe he, he directed me um, mm. as a missionary. Yeah. And Clarissa? 
<laughs> yes. So um, this is actually my second year doing Global Challenge. Yeah. And last year, um, yeah, to me about a second journey, but specifically in leadership. And um, how I will, yeah, just step into leadership and everything. And I, yeah, I really felt like Jesus is calling me to a second year. And this year, I'm the, I'm given the opportunity to lead the team. And I really felt like, yo, that's such an opportunity that I was waiting for a very long time. Um, because of three years in missions, I never had. Now, um, you know, Jesus is into that. Yeah, that's definitely how I got confirmation in doing this year. Hmm. That's really interesting. I'm glad that that you're getting this opportunity now yeah. to just like grow. And it's different because you're coming back with a little bit of experience. Mm. And Anri, yeah. what you said was also so very factual and true biblically about how we are all called like to be missionaries in our own mm. ways. Yes. Yeah, mm. some going out into the field, some going out into like business and mm. stuff like that. That is mm. very true. And for both of you, what are you guys personally, what are you guys most excited for when going on this trip or most expectant for? Clarissa, you can cheat here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a lot to do about the leadership and how, how, I am as a leader and how Jesus is you know, using me and my unique ways of being a leadership. You know, like I said, I've never got the opportunity to even lead a small group. So I'm very excited to you know, have this challenge, but also seeing how Jesus is really going to lead through me. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say there's probably two main forward for. Uh, the one is, I think, people encountering people and um, yeah, seeing that seeds are sown in their lives, um, or actually seeing the fruit that they bear. Because um, we, I, I probably can't like, I won't be able to tell which one I will be able to see, but I'm excited for that. And I think the second one would be um, just learning to trust God more. Um, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, that's probably true. Powerful. You ladies are making me so excited for yeah. this trip. Like, Zoe, <laughs> are we going to go? <laughs> I am. I don't think You're I'm welcome. built for this. I'm such a weakling. <laughs> but I cannot wait to follow your blogs every mm, month and to definitely. see what you do in these different countries. It's going to be amazing. I will be on the Global Challenge website like a like a bad rash you can't get rid of. <laughs> Thank you. Our number one supporter. Yes. Actually, some previous year's blogs, too, that you can go read and oh, just really? be inspired. Yes. So previous year's blogs were also, or is also on it. Oh, we will right. definitely be checking that out. And that is www.globalchallenge.co.za. Correct? Awesome. Awesome. Man, thank you ladies so much for joining us here tonight. It really was a pleasure to have you guys on and talk about these mission trips and just the importance of having to do mm. them as Christians. And I'm yeah. so excited and I wish you guys all the best luck and that everything that you're praying for comes to be as God's plan mm. would allow it to be. Thank you so and, much. And thank you for this opportunity. It's really, yes. it's really, I'm so thankful and grateful. Yeah. Thank you for having us. 
Awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. Just before you leave, there was one more question that I had. So if if someone, you know, has a heart for missions trips, like is there any advice that you would give them or how they should go about it? Like we know we need to, you know, they should go about it prayerfully, but is there anything from your side that you would like to say to those people out there that have hearts that are Mm. longing for missions trips and doing missionary work? I think um, that's actually and if you have a willing heart, Jesus will definitely lead you into a direction that you that He wants to use you. So I really, you know, I pray that people would really just understand um, that Jesus will lead them into a way that they have, and they just have to be patient. But all it takes it is a willing heart, and Jesus will use that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank yeah. you, ladies, so much. You guys, like, tonight was the first time we sp- I spoke to you guys, <laughs> and you guys have such beautiful, you know, souls and spirits, and just speaking to you guys, honestly, it made my night. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, thank you so much for having us. Thank you guys are awesome. No, thank you're you. Awesome. Goodbye for now. Bye. Bye. Wow. What amazing, beautiful, beautiful yes. two girls. Right. And honestly, the work they are doing, absolutely amazing. So right? if you guys want to keep track, you know, you can visit www.globalchallengeexpedition.co.za. On there, they have prayer points. They will be having blog posts mm-hmm. where they will keep you posted on what yeah. is happening. They will keep you posted on previous trips. Yeah, she said there's previous, previous trips. trips as well. So you can go and read up on that. But wow, I enjoyed that interview so right? much. It's so beautiful to hear like youth people mm. be so passionate about the body and Christ. I was actually listening to a, a podcast about this about a week ago and <laughs> about a week ago and the podcast host was speaking about how generally he felt he's obviously not a of any religious belief, but he felt like the youth was generally not and he was actually mm. debating a Christian. He felt as if the youth generally did not subscribe to many of the religious beliefs their parents had in the past. Yeah. And he was asking his the, his guest why she thought that was. She obviously being a believer. And she said the reason why that is is because in the past perhaps maybe doing Christian things and being a Christian perhaps was more of a cultural thing rather than an actual experience yeah. with God. Yes. So people would go to church pray but like nothing would happen mm. there would be no transformation like doing the religious yeah. duties but not having that relationship yes. yeah so true and the reason why it may seem like there are fewer today is because the many of them who are still religious and christians and love god and want to serve mm. they have had their own experiences and they're not just doing it because they were brought up and this is just the way yes. things are yes. and you can tell with these ladies that that is actually the case mm. because you don't just go on a missions trip to another country that you've never been to yes it has you, to be yeah. a passion your yeah. heart's desire mm-hmm. and what you're saying is spot on spot on with also in last week what god was talking yes. to me about was and then on saturday when we were together your yes. father said arise like we cannot be as scared as the world you yeah. know and it was just resonating so much with what god has been speaking to me about and that was you know that us as the next generation us as the the youth and young adults of today are the future leaders of tomorrow. So and true. if we are, we can only be 
or work towards something fully if we are passionate about it yes. and if we put if we're willing to put in the time if we're willing to it mustn't be okay you do that you do mm-hmm. that you do that it must be the lord called me to do this so i'm going to do this yes. where can i help yes. you join with organizations or you join with people and you say where can i help you yes. you know and um that was one of the things that i was just thinking of in this past this past week and shashi listening to these girls and just hearing this is definitely a desire of their heart it's a yes. calling it's something yes. they said i'm going to do this no one forced them into it like you said mm-hmm. doing the religious duties yeah but not having the relationship it's yes. almost like my mother was a missionary so i'm going to be a missionary mm-hmm. but if the lord hasn't called you or is not speaking yeah. to you about that there's not going to be a passion behind it yes. you know so listening to them wow it wow really was Now let's listen to the Bible quiz. 180 degrees on Radio K Pulpit 729 AM. So we are going into the Bible quiz for tonight. And those of you that have had your eyes on our social media, we have posted the question. Mm-hmm. The question for tonight is which book did Jesus write directly? Ooh, this one's pressing. <laughs> so the question for tonight's Bible quiz is which book did Jesus Oh, which book did Jesus directly write? And you can send your answers to 081-729-16 57 that's 081 7291657 so while you guys are busy thinking up which book Jesus wrote himself please listen to God of Brilliant Lights by Aaron Shust and that was God of Brilliant Lights by Aaron Shust it was quite a nice song mm. very vibey very youthy yeah i enjoyed it Same. Remember guys you are allowed to take out your phones and Shazam mm-hmm. if you want to know what the song was. But before we went into that jam, we had a question for you guys. Indeed. And the question was, what book did Jesus directly write? Hmm. Zoe, do you have any answers over there from any I have a few confused there? answers. <laughs> Someone even named a book in the Old Testament. It was like <laughs> It's like Psalms or something. I'm like, "Bro." <laughs> like that's a little it's a little bit early, mm. but you know, I love your enthusiasm. Yes, love it, love it. I have a message here from Miss Simone Amy McKechnie. Ooh. A very loyal listener because I I think she sends in answers yeah. quite a few. So Simone, Name you can give way. yourself a pat on the back because your answer is correct. The answer is none. Yes. Jesus did not write anything mm-hmm. directly. Yeah, people writing for him. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go straight on into the happy health tip, y'all. Health tips. How to be happy in your health. It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy. Should be quite interesting. Chocolates are the true source of happiness. Okay, so as you know, every week we say this, chocolates are the true source of happiness. And we literally cannot lie. <laughs> so, we have and I'll be focusing on for the next few weeks 
There are 31 simple wellness tips for healthy and happy living. So this is not necessarily going to be just food mm-hmm. or just mental health tips. But these are going to be happy health tips. So the first one is drink a glass of water the first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Coffee is great too, but it's best to start your day by rehydrating with a full glass of water. <laughs> Hydrating first thing in the morning helps to aid digestion, enhance skin health, and boost energy. Wow. So there's skin, there's digestion, and there's your energy just lo- with one glass of water. Because mm-hmm, Lord knows when you wake up in the morning, <laughs> if you have energy, <laughs> oh, I need that lifestyle too. Right? Number two, take the stairs. Ooh. Taking the stairs instead of the elevator is a simple... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. Here at work, we have stairs and we have an elevator. Mm-hmm. And recently, I've been using the elevator. So reading this, <laughs> I'm just like... And this, and in the beginning, Zoe, did I not tell you this stairs will be such a good workout for mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Two we all, weeks later. We always think that when we start. <laughs> that was me as well. But I haven't taken those stairs in like... <laughs> Maybe like a year now? (laughs) (laughs) So it says taking the stairs instead of the elevator is a simple way to get a little more physical activity in your daily life. It also strengthens and tones your legs and core while you're at it. Ooh, Love it. Number three, make half your plate veggies. A simple hack for healthy eating is to make half your plate veggies at each meal. The veggies pack in essential vitamins, minerals, and other phytonutrients. Important for health. Oh, wow. Technology is failing me. (laughs) Sometimes it'd be like that. (laughs) Important for health and longevity. And because they're rich in fiber, they help aid in in digestion, which means to keep you regular. Ooh. And keep you feeling full longer. That's so I didn't interesting. Know that. You know what's nice about vegetables as well? That ties into your first point because a lot of vegetables are made of up of so much water. For example, cucumbers are apparently like ninety percent water. So mm-hmm. then you'll also probably be getting all the I health. I heard so. I right? heard so. Yes. Kind of tastes like it though. Cucumbers have a very watery taste oh, to them. I love cucumbers. Same though. I absolutely love cucumbers. Oh, I wanted to say, this is a sidebar. I saw this thing on TikTok where people, there are these two guys that make these videos and then they say fact or cap, which means is it a lie or is it a fact? Yes. And someone said if you put sugar on your cucumber, it tastes like watermelon. Is it true? And then they tested it out and they said there is a little tape, but not really. And then Hmm. I tested it out and I got completely nauseous. So (laughs) you guys can test it out at home and tell me how it works for your taste buds. Let us know. I'm definitely going to try that out. 081-729-1657. Send us your thoughts on cucumber with sugar over. Mm -hmm. Does it give you a watermelon taste or not? Going on to number four. Get a fitness tracker and track your steps. Okay. <laughs> Using a fitness tracker to track your steps is an easy way to make sure you are getting enough physical activity each day. Mm-hmm. We aim for 10,000 steps daily. Do we? Ooh, who is we? <laughs> which, has, we? which has significant physical and mental health benefits. Mm. Number five, switch to non-toxic household cleaning products. Okay. Conventional household cleaning products are full of harmful chemicals and ingredients that are not good for our health. 
Switching to healthy alternatives is a simple way to reduce your exposure to environmental toxins in your home. That was a that was a new thing for me. Like I didn't know that. Yeah. And then the last one. Use non-toxic skincare and personal care products. Similar to the cleaning products, conventional skincare and personal care products are formulated with toxic ingredients and we should not regularly let it absorb into your body's largest organ, which mm. is the, the skin. skin. Mm. That's actually very true. Oh my yes. goodness. This is why some people, there's like this, this trend now of making their own products. Like skin. I've seen that. Yeah, yes, yes. They use all these natural things and it's very good because then you get to see what mm. goes into it. I think Kourtney Kardashian a couple years ago actually joined quite a few companies that were helping to stop all these organizations mm. that have harmful products in their um, skincare products. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is so good. Such a great happy health tip. Mm. And that is it for tonight. I will be back with more next week. Mm, and we cannot wait. Let's just listen to Waymaker by Mr. Allen. Just Allen. Enjoy this cover. Tweet us at I am Y Movement. That was such a lovely cover by mm. Allen. Mm. I really enjoyed it. I love that song. As we were discussing while yes. it was playing and as we were listening, it's very much like a let it rain. Yes. Waymaker is the new. They are like plenty of, you know, mm-hmm. different versions of Waymaker. Um, Different, what do they call it? Covers. Yes. People doing covers of it. And like we said, it's almost like the next Let It Rain. Yeah. It's that song where you can have so many versions of it, but the anointing always falls when you're listening mm-hmm. to it. It's the words that are just like so, so deep and so yeah. profound. So true. Because I think it takes a lot for a song to have that impact, you yes. know, on... And it works for, you know, youth. It works for adults. It works for young adults. It works for... It's a song that can speak to many. Yeah, so true. Speaking of speaking to many, let's have a few speaking voice notes from some of the girls we got Mm, in. The finalists. Yes, you guys are going to love these. I hear just three of some of the many we received. Hey, my name is Monique Leonditz Lang and... Good evening, everyone. My name is Shannon Fortune. I... Hi, uh, my name is Amarain Bass. I am a, a master's. And that's just some of the few we have the pleasure mm. of getting to choose from. One of these ladies will be joining us very soon. Yes. yes. And if you would like to know who, you need to keep staying tuned every Monday. Exactly. 7 o'clock on mm-hmm. 7 to 9 a.m. Radio Cape Pulpit. Yes. And now we are at the bottom of the hour. Oh, don't believe it. I do not. Every time we get to this minute, yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Right? I blinked the time away. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, this has been amazing. Guys, stay tuned now. Even though our show yes. is ending, there's going to be another youth show on yes. afterwards. Yes. You guys do not want you to miss wanna it. You don't want to miss it. So this has been 180 deg- Degrees. Signing, Signing out. <laughs> this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za